0: Are you ready to uncover your retirement solution? Learn more as Jeremy Kyle and his guests guide you along the path of retirement and reveal the five steps you need to take to solve your retirement puzzle. Now, on to the show.
1: Hello and welcome to Retirement Revealed with Jeremy Kyle. Today, this is a great podcast. This is Jeremy's inaugural podcast, his very first one. This podcast is going to be broken up into two sections, about eight to ten questions in each section. The first one is, really about his practice, his business, a little bit about his history of why he chose this profession, and we will just give you a snapshot of who he is, and then we'll move into part two, which is more personal questions that you get to, so you get to know him on more of a personal basis, so when you go to his office and sit down,
2: you know exactly who you're talking to. Good afternoon, Jeremy. How are you? To him, all thanks. It's uh, interesting to be on the other side of the mic. I've been listening to podcasts for uh, quite a few years.
1: Nice. Now you're a podcaster. This is good stuff.
2: That, yeah, what, what are your favorite podcasts that you listen to? Well, I've got to go with Top Advisor Marketing. That's how I got oh, introduced to the uh, <laughs> podcasting world. But um, you got uh, between now and success mm-hmm. with uh, Steve Sandusky. Uh, you got financial advisor success with Michael Kitsis. That's my uh, that's What's my main go-to's? ones on the uh, business side. And I've been listening to try to branch out outside of the business and listen to one called the Bible Project. That's been a a fun one to, to dive into.
1: Really? Nice. Yeah, that, that, uh, It's nice to be able to explore. I mean, the, the nice thing is is podcasts are free, pretty much. Uh, I don't know too many that are paid, but you, uh, you get to explore all sorts of different subjects and learn so much stuff. So, And I'm glad that Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought you here to this point where you're doing your own podcast now. Retirement Revealed. It. I love the title, and we're going to get more into the title later on, I'm sure, especially in, in other podcasts. But today, we're going to start with these questions. Are you ready? Absolutely. All right. So, make it happen. All right. Here we go. So, how did you make the decision to get into this industry specifically? Just if you want to tell us a little
2: bit about your history, that'd be great. Yeah. I was um, in college. I had an ROTC scholarship. uh, So, planning to go into the Army, planning to be an engineer, Signal Corps, one of those areas that was related to math and science. Uh, That was my major. I was a physics major. And then hurt my back and was not allowed to go into the army, mm. uh, active duty. So, you get your four-year plan, uh, and all of a sudden you got to make a quick, quick change there. My aunt worked for a company called Thrive and Financial, and she um, said, "You know what? You sell suits at Jose Bank, and you're really good at math. I think you'd like this, this, this job, this industry." And she was right from day one. So it was uh, fun to take that skill or, or ability to, to work with folks on the on the uh, suit selling and then also uh, take all... I, I got a calculator right next to me. So that kind of tells there you, you a little bit of who I am. Uh, so just kind of combine a couple passions there.
1: Right on. And so we have your antithank.
2: You got it. Auntie Barb. Auntie Barb. Her. Shout out to Auntie Barb. Woo-hoo. That's good. <laughs> Thank her for us
1: because uh, this is fantastic. Thriving's a great company, and I'm so happy to be working with you in this and uh, bringing your voice to your area and your clients and prospects and everybody. Uh, speaking of which, who do you work with and what is your specialty?
2: Yeah, we, we help people prepare for and stay retired. That's, that's all we do. Um, been working for about 17 years uh, in finance and just real quickly, the idea of helping people make these big decisions that they've never faced before, uh, that they get one shot at it a lot of times where they can't reverse even some of these decisions, uh, that just really appealed to me. Just loved putting that puzzle together, uh, figured out they've got these goals, these accounts, uh, how can we put that puzzle together to, to solve that uh, for them? So that's what I work with. We took a look actually, and in the last five years, everyone that's walked through our door has been between the ages of 50 to 66. So we're pretty, pretty specific on uh, yeah. who we work with and, and what we love doing. Well,
1: you know what, it, it's funny, you kind of answered both of the next couple questions, but I'll, I'll touch on them a little bit. Uh, one of them was, what do you do for your clients? Which you kind of explained a little bit, if you want to expand on it, that'd be great. And then who is your ideal client? You gave us that age range, but maybe if you want to add anything else, is there anything else that we need to know about those two specific questions? Who do, uh, what do you do for your clients? And then who is your ideal client?
2: Yeah. What we do for our clients is we uh, take a look at all of their, all their goals. A lot of people uh, want to retire at a certain age. They want to retire at a certain income and we help them understand if that's possible. If it's not possible, well, let's help walk through what the different scenarios might look like to help them make some great decisions. Uh, I'd say right there, that word right there, if, um, if there's one thing we do, it's help people make good retirement decisions, good decisions about their finances Nice. So like I said, there's a lot of things that they've never faced before. They've never faced pension decisions, mm-hmm. social security decisions. They've added to their 401k. They've never taken money back out of it uh, before. You've had company health insurance for quite some time. Now you get into to Medicare. You've heard your parents talk about required minimums and all these other uh, situations. You just haven't faced that yourself. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're helping you make good decisions about your retirement, good decisions about your your finances. Yeah. When it comes to the ideal client, you know, outside of the age range part of it, it's really uh, people that um, want some guidance with these decisions because they understand how impactful their choices can be, and they understand that they can make an impact to their retirement. Uh, all is not lost. They're, they still got hope, and chances are pretty good that just putting together some pieces of the puzzle will make that retirement dream a reality them. But I'll say two things real quick about um, who we usually work best with. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we're working best with people who are charitable. Uh, they're, they're people that uh, give uh, good amounts of money to their, their church, to nonprofits. And uh, we, we love that because that's how uh, we are, who, who we feel we are. And uh, it's fun to work with people that are uh, have that same mentality. Mm-hmm. There's also some fun tax planning ideas we can do. And if you happen to not be charitable, well, you might miss out on some of those fun uh, tax planning things. Uh, But also uh, we found that there's a lot of people who have stock, publicly traded stock inside of their 401ks, or maybe they've got some different options that are available. There's just some interesting tax things you can do that unfortunately a lot of uh, clients aren't aware of, a lot of advisors aren't even aware of. And it's really neat to go in Find someone that is charitable, has these uh, certain accounts or certain stocks, and just find some opportunities for them to to do even better with what they're what they've got. That's fantastic. How do you find these clients? Well, uh, when you when you have a niche, when you've got a um, someone of a, a, a narrow a place where you are helping a specific people, um, a lot of times they're finding us online. Uh, you get to a certain age, you start typing in. Uh, retirement planner nearby
0: mm-hmm.
2: or uh, what should I do with my 401k? And we've uh, made sure that we've got some good information out there for people. And then they've been reaching out to us uh, a bit. And at the same time too, uh, we uh, have all our clients know that we focus specifically on retirement planning and when their friends and family are getting close to that age or have questions about their their stock or their plans or their social security things along those lines, they know that they can turn to us as a, a good trusted place to to educate them, point them in the right direction, mm-hmm. and if it happens to be along the lines with us, we'll be guiding them along the way. Fantastic. Speaking of educating them,
1: what kind of client education do you guys
2: do? What what are you, what are you involved in there? Yeah, we, we love educating people. My mom's a teacher. I've taught a few classes at some local colleges, so we just love educating people, make sure that they are more aware of their money. If you know more about your money, you'll feel better about your money. Mm-hmm. You'll probably feel better about the rest of your life that your money affects. So we're we're educating all the time in our client meetings. Even if you're just someone that we haven't uh, just met, that we've just met for the first time, we'll be make sure that we're educating on on accounts that you have and opportunities you could have. Uh, So we're just doing it in general. But we also like to give uh, seminars uh, here at our office, at the libraries, uh, churches, nonprofits, different places where uh, just giving some great education on those different topics on retirement, social security, the stock plans, things along those lines.
1: Great. Great. All right. Jeremy, can you give us a picture? I mean, you're you're talking about so many different things with education and what you're doing in the community and how you help your folks. I know
2: you can't do it alone. Um, So who's on your team and what do they do? Yeah, we've got uh, John that's been with us for a few years. He does a lot of the client service work. He's had uh, quite a bit of experience uh, doing that type of um, activity, making sure that anything that the client wants to have done Gets done correctly and and on time, and we're uh, we're rooting for him uh, to uh, pass his CFP test. He's studying and nice. planning to get his uh, CFP certification because it's his goal to become a financial advisor. was yeah, with some easy. clients son.
1: yeah, that, that, sorry, I was I was just gonna say that's not easy. Yeah. A CFP test that is tough.
2: The CFP is a tough test, uh, but he's working hard. He's nice. uh, last uh, before he started recording, he was figuring out how he's gonna get down to Chicago for the four day um, a live course. So he's, he's putting the time and we're looking forward to having him pass the CFP. We're, we're basically saying that's a requirement to, to be a, a full-fledged financial advisor is to make sure you've got that, uh, certified financial planner background. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, what do you guys do in the community? Uh, we spend a lot of time. Um, really, uh, for me, it's a lot of time with my, my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I've got four-year-old, eight-year-old daughters, my wife's the Girl Scout troop leader for them. Uh, so we spend a lot of time at their their activities. Uh, but you can always find us at uh, our church, Lake Point Church out in Muskego, um, on a few different um, boards at, um, in Muskego, the, the city where we live in. Um, got a couple nonprofits that we like to help out with. We just did some volunteering over at Lighthouse Youth Center in Milwaukee. Nice. That was a really fun event, brought our whole office out to, to do that. And uh, there's one yeah, one board in particular. This is fun. We were just at the, their gala this Saturday, uh, the Lutheran Home Foundation. Great place that has hundreds of people in their independent living, as well as their nursing home and assisted living areas. And they were uh, successfully announcing that they hit the $10 million mark and raised all the funds they needed for a memory care unit. So that was fun to, fun to watch on Saturday when we were there.
1: Yeah, that's, that is great. It's so needed, and what a great
2: organization.
1: Um, Absolutely. Jeremy, I don't want to dive too much into technical stuff right now in this podcast, but can you share a little bit about the designations that you hold or the advanced education you have?
2: Yeah, if you uh, understand a little bit about me, you heard earlier our education focus, and that starts with us, us personally. I love to read, love to learn about uh, how I can help people make their financial decisions. So we've got a, a few of those different designations. Maybe a couple of highlights is the uh, CFA, Chartered Financial Analyst. And then we've also got the RICP, Retirement Income Certified Professional. So that's uh, something that American College put together to focus specifically on all the different uh, tax and investment uh, topics that come up for retirement uh folks that are getting ready for retirement. And another one I feel might be a good one to highlight is this uh, Certified Kingdom Advisor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one that a, a great guy named Ron Blue uh, really founded a few years back. And it's the idea that there's a lot of folks that feel that their faith and their beliefs that they draw out of the Bible uh, should be applied towards the way that they uh, manage their money. And I just really need to, um, to learn even more. I thought I knew a bit uh, when I started it, and learned a ton more um, taking these courses to learn uh, about how you can imbi- apply uh, biblical principles to the way that you manage your money. So that's a, that's been a real fun one. That's I'd say that's the one that stretched me the most because I learned uh, quite a bit about uh, a lot of areas in life.
1: Fantastic! I, I you're singing my song, man. We'll we'll talk more, but I'm definitely into uh, Bri and, uh, yeah, and, and and there you go. Do a lot of work within uh, Kingdom Advisor folks, and uh, a lot of other organizations that you and I can talk for hours and hours about, I'm
2: sure. So no, that's... that's... And that uh, BRI, that stands for Biblically Responsible Investing, correct? Yes, sir. It sure does. All right. Good. Absolutely. All right. So that was really easy, right? That was the
1: first half of this podcast. Now we're going to get into your personal life a little bit. Is that okay? Please do. (laughs) Jump in. Here we go. All right. So first question's easy. When you're not working, you kind of talked a bit about the family thing. What are you doing when you're not working? What do you do for fun?
2: Yeah, you got it. The, uh, the kids and my wife are our first love, uh, hanging out with them and taking the kids all around to their uh, activities. Uh, the personal side, you'll probably find me reading or uh, spend a lot of time biking or swimming is my new, um, new sport. And, uh, yeah, I used to golf, don't golf quite so often mm-hmm. as much. It gets a little bit tougher when you have the kids growing on up and it's really easy to hop on a bike for an hour compared yeah. to maybe going out, um, golfing for a few hours on a weekend. But, uh, that's, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love golf. I'm terrible at it, but I love it. But again, you're, you know,
1: that's a good three, four hour commitment sometimes. And that, that's hard on a Saturday when you've got a honeydew list and you've got kids and, and uh, all sorts of other people that want your time and you want to spend time with them. So you that's, it. that's it can, great. You can be. Yep. Yep. All right. If you had all the money you ever needed,
2: ever, ever, ever needed for the rest of your life, what would you do? I'd I'd hope I'd keep doing what I'm doing now. Um, And I think maybe if you think of that, I feel like uh, everyone here probably should have all the money that they've ever needed in the world. Uh, It's more a matter of the mindset that you have enough compared to actually getting to a dollar amount. I've seen studies that said, how much is enough? And whatever the person has, they say like 25% more you know I, I need uh, I got 200 grand. how much is enough 250 then you get there and you say, <laughs> i got I got uh, a million bucks now well, how much is enough? you know one.25 It just seems that um, if you're if you're shooting for that dollar amount, you'll never get it yeah. uh, but if you change the mindset that you already have enough, I think um, then you can maybe focus on on some other things and actually doing the things that you you'd, you'd want to be doing hmm. Hmm. that's that's powerful. yeah, that'd be that's
1: amazing. Um, I can't argue with that at all. That's a that's a great hey, mindset right. to have. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. What is your idea of success? Oh, that's a that's a good one. I like to add value. I feel like if you're adding value to uh, the people you meet, then that's that's a success. If you're adding value to your your family, if you're adding value to your clients, if you're adding value to your friends, uh, that's that's definitely a success. Love it.
1: All right. Here's a, it, this is kind of, uh, people take this question a lot of different ways, but I want you to just be completely open-minded. It can be anything. What is the one thing you recommend most to clients, family, or friends? When I say anything, it could be pizza toppings. It could be a, a, a just spiritual advice. It could be financial advice.
2: It could be, you know, a good bike path to take. Anything. Yeah, let's see here. Um, one of my favorite books is The Millionaire Next Door mm-hmm. by uh, Thomas Stanley. I'd say that's that's one I recommend quite a bit. If we're talking on the uh, the book side of things, um, yeah, just amazing. If you're a financial advisor, it helps you understand uh, who um, kind of who's really out there that has become wealthy. What the type of people out there that uh, perhaps you could help out a bit. And if you're not a financial advisor, just a regular Joe, I guess. Um it gives you a, a good picture of uh, what success looks like. It's not necessarily flying around in cars and having a fancy uh flying around in jets rather. Well you could fly in cars. Yeah, also again, flying day. cars is awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you get that successful, maybe yeah, that'll be that'll that goes back next. to yeah, that goes back to all the money in the world you had or you know That's exactly it. if car. I had all the money in the world, I would have a flying <laughs> car. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you get what I'm saying there. Yep. You know, you think a jet sitting around is a success, but uh, yeah. it's just amazing the research they've done that the the happiest, wealthiest people have been married to the same person for years. They live below their means, and they're out there trying to to add value to the world, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it's their uh, you know their their business and their their personal life.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing. Just the the thought of the more you give, the more you get, and it doesn't. I'm not talking monetary, and you know that. It's it's the more you give away of yourself, of your time, talents, and treasures, your whatever you have, um, the more you get back in joy and just peace and everything. It's it's. Uh, I don't understand how so many people miss that. Um, mm-hmm. I wish more people understood that. That would be great. All right, yeah, then, now we're to, yeah now we're to my favorite question, and I told you this before the podcast. This one is my favorite. I don't let anybody slide on this one. What is one thing that most people don't know about you, Jeremy?
2: I'd say most people that know me know this already because I'm pretty uh, pretty vocal about it. But I did not learn how to swim till I was 23 years old. Really, I was five years old. They threw me in the shallow end, and I just about drowned. I think I probably you know I was probably in six inches of water, but I I did not care for it. Uh, after two weeks of swim lessons, they got me to, uh, I think maybe dunk my head in once after two weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, here I am, 23 years old, talking to uh, my mentor uh, right after I just started. He said, oh, you like to bike? You like to run? We should do a triathlon. I said, well, I got to learn how to swim. He just kind of laughed. So, said, no, I'm serious. I got to learn how to swim <laughs> if you want to do this triathlon with me. So we took some swim lessons. He said, I thought I was going to um, take some uh, lessons anyways to get better. You'll be getting better from starting out at zero. So we took some swim lessons. I learned how to swim, and I completed uh, two of the sprint triathlons. Those are the absolute smallest ones. But uh, for a guy that started out not knowing how to swim, I was uh, pretty excited about uh, pretty excited about that.
1: Yeah, not too shabby. Holy cow, that's uh, twenty three, huh? Twenty three years old. Yep. All right. Well, I, uh, I, my soul is connected to water. I, that's that's where I've always been. I had scuba diving license. I was a lifeguard. All that, and now I'm in Nebraska. So there's really no water here, Jeremy. <laughs> so I don't, I don't yeah, know what I happened. Up north so, to Wisconsin, land of uh, oh. 15,000 lakes, I believe. Oh, now you guys are just above Minnesota, 10,000 lakes, right? Is that? I exactly. think that's the motto for. Exactly. <laughs> it's always a competition between you two. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Okay, so we, we've talked a lot about family. we talked about uh, success and all that. But in everybody's life, there's always these times, these moments where we lose focus, right? We we have something that happens, whether it's a tragedy or maybe it's a, a fork in the road. There's a decision that needs to be made. Um, so the next question really is, what is your mantra, motto, or something you say to yourself to help keep yourself focused and on track?
2: Well, it's... Uh, it's- close to, it's close to a line from the great philosopher Vanilla Ice. Mm -hmm. And it's the, uh, the line is anything less than your best is a felony. Uh, (laughs) To change it just slightly. Yes. But I think that's the case. If, uh, if you're not giving your best, uh, that's a crime, uh, Mm -hmm. honestly. Uh, And if we're uh, put on earth here to, to help others and to uh, add value and you're not going about doing that, uh, that's, that's definitely a felony. So that's my, that's my mantra. If I'm ever uh, feeling like Perhaps I'm uh, not about to give my best. That's what I, I run through my, my head that anything less than your best is a felony. And does it have the bass line in the back of it when you when
1: you think about that line?
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's it got has to. to. It has to,
1: right? <laughs> That's right. Um I bad thing is I could I could actually sing the entire song right now. I won't. That's great. I won't, but I, I could. America thanks you for it. <laughs> they thank me for not doing it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we're we're almost done with this section. We're almost done with the podcast. I mean, it went by very very quickly. Uh, let me ask you this: If you had to
2: pick one, what is your proudest achievement? Oh, it's quite a bit. Um, I'm gonna skip past the raising kids part because I think it's awesome, and it's, we should all be proud of that. Uh, but I'm I'm thinking one that comes to mind is uh, back in college, back in college, I was a German minor. So I wanted to, I grew up in Germany with my dad being in the military, but I wanted to give myself a little challenge. And the challenge was I took a second level French course uh, because I figured, well, I've learned another language. I should um, be easy to pick up this one, right? They're in the same continent. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the toughest courses I've ever taken and, um, jumped into level two French and got a B and I was, uh, very proud. I was more proud of that B in uh, level two French by just, uh, deciding to do something different than uh, any of the A's or A pluses I might've had from, you know, from other classes. Got it. Now, now you said you were in Germany at the time, right? Uh, I grew up in Germany. I was, this is in college back. I was, uh, going to school in Maryland. My dad, uh, was part of the army and uh, we, Back and forth between mm-hmm. the US and Germany a, a few times. I was happened to happen to be born in Germany, uh, with him being uh, overseas there. And um, uh, but I'm going to American schools, never lived uh, out in the, the German world, so it's it. just all um, all taking classes from school.
1: Got it. Well, I have to be honest when you started this, you said you were a German minor, and that's right. Then you said you're in Germany. And I'm thinking, you got it. He was a miner in Germany, <laughs> like that's true. In a I, mine, I was a miner in Germany. I was, yep. <laughs> I was yep. Thinking, wow, I moved I'm, back I'm, when I
2: was 15, so sorry. I definitely uh, you're right on.
1: So right. I'm, I'm working in the coal mines in, in Germany at the time, and and uh, very uh, yeah, very proud of that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah that, that took not? a different turn, but I'm glad that it's you're, you're safe. You're not trapped in a mine anywhere, and French went well.
2: Do you remember anything yes. at this point? Uh, I, I think I can count to 10. Nice. All right. Yeah, Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll leave it at that in case I get it wrong. There you go. I I won't test you.
1: You don't test me on Ice Ice Baby. I won't test you on the 1 to 10.
2: Deal? Wonderful. That's a deal.
1: All right. All right, Jeremy, we are at our last question, and this is more about the general audience than you. Um, Hopefully, this podcast goes nationwide, gets lots of attention. My question to you is you've given a little bit of information about your past and yourself on this. Can you give a sneak peek to folks that are listening to this, what are they
2: going to learn on this podcast and really who should be listening to it? Well, I think the folks that should be listening to it is really anyone that does not have retirement figured out. If you got retirement figured out, uh, more power to you, but uh, I got a feeling there's a few folks out there that uh, mm-hmm. have not yet accomplished that. And what we're going to be going through is, is helping those guys figure out uh, how do you prioritize the areas of your life that you can impact. We see a lot of times that people are trying to um, trying to to make things happen in areas they really can't impact at all there's ways that you can plan for your retirement that just helps you make decisions in areas that you can actually impact and we'll give you give you quite a bit of ideas for you to explore just ways to think about your investing ways to think about your retirement ways to think about your your pension what are you spending what does your income look like mm-hmm. uh, that's what we're doing All right. That sounds really good. And if
1: it sounds good to somebody out there that's listening right this moment, how do they get a hold of you?
2: Our firm website is kylefp.com. That's Kyle, my last name, K E I L, F P for financial partners, kylefp.com.
1: All right. They've got the address and hopefully they will check it out very quickly and, and get in touch with you to find out what you guys can do to help them out. Jeremy, thank you so much for being so open with us today. And I look forward to working with you on this podcast. Thank you. You bet. And thank you all for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast with Jeremy Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, which I know you have not because this is the very first one, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Jeremy comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Kyle Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrive Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational, educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice